eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Quite a follow-up out here at Palace Hall today. After yesterday being a massive news day in Lake Forest with the the news of Alan Williams, the defensive coordinator, resigning as the DC of the team. You had the comments that Justin Fields made that some thought that his sole purpose was to criticize the coaching staff. So there was that. There was your left tackle going on injured reserve and Braxton Jones, Nathan Peterman getting cut and then coming back to the team. So there was all that yesterday. And then here we are today for the follow-up and the cleanup and the the texture of the stories, hopefully. And we did get some because our day started with the information that the general manager of the Chicago Bears, Ryan Poles, would talk just because of all that was, was going on. And we'll get into him here in just a second. Um, but you, you also had the, the players talking. You had assistants, coaches talking today as well. Um, so we'll get into it all. But I actually want to start with the Allen Williams angle to this. Allen Williams, the defensive coordinator of the Bears, resigning under somewhat mysterious circumstances. And you know, he resigns after two games, and he cited health and family reasons, but it sure feels like for so many reasons that there is more to the story. Maybe not some of the outlander stuff that you may or may not have read and some of the stuff that I was consuming and some of the stuff that I was told um, that unfortunately I can't share because it would be criminal on my part to do that, um, to add to the party, because there is some of this stuff that is preposterous. So you have to keep that all in mind, but something's going on here. We'll start with the general manager of the Chicago Bears, Ryan Poles, on Allen Williams and everything that he would like to tell us about it. In terms of Allen, uh, I don't have many details to add there. We try to work in truth, um, and I know there's a ton of misinformation out there yesterday, 
Uh, we talked about like Hallis Hall being raided. That was completely false. Don't even know where that came from. Worked with Kevin and George, all of our leadership, um, to make sure um, we had we were handling it the right way, communicating properly. Um, and then obviously everything concluded yesterday. But we have a ton of confidence in our plan moving forward. Right. Do you guys, what timeline can you give us? I, I, respecting that there are some details you cannot give us about Alan Williams, what timeline can you give us in terms of when you became aware there was an issue, when he stepped away, leading through his resignation yesterday? Yeah, I can't give many details there, but you know, when he was in that practice, I think that was addressed to yesterday. That's that's the timeline. Last question. Well, what about uh, you hiring a DC or will Matt continue to call class? Thanks, Ryan. Brad? Yeah, so that was interesting right there. Ryan Poles being careful and not saying too much about Alan Williams, but the only thing that he was adamant about is that some of the wild rumors, again, that you may have read or heard were not true. Relative to what else is going on, I have no idea. And I don't have anything factual about there being more to this story. But like I said, there's a hunch that one – can get based on some of the breadcrumbs that, that exist. And here, here's another thing too. Players and assistants, coaches that we talked to today were very careful about how they answered questions about Alan Williams. And one overriding theme was that there was no real empathy towards Alan Williams or sympathy towards Alan Williams. And that was apparent in the Bears press release where they didn't mention anything about his time here and that they support him in his time of need and all of that. Like there was none of that. And none of the players were going over the top in terms of the way they talked about Alan Williams. For example, let me play you one example here. And that is Jalen Johnson. And the first thing that Jalen Johnson was, was asked was, Oh, man, you guys don't have a defensive coordinator now. What's going on? I think Flus is our D coordinator, I'd say. So, I mean, it's been good. He did a good job last year coming in, getting our minds right, getting us prepared for the task at hand. It's no different this week. Jalen, I'm sure you built up a relationship with Alan Williams in, in his two years here. So what do you make of him leaving and not having that coach and maybe that friend here anymore? I don't make anything of it. I mean, I'm just doing my job. My job is coming here and play football, play high-level football, turn the ball over, make plays, lead this team, lead the defense. So that's what I'm focused on. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Johnson right there, I mean, he thinks nothing of it. Nothing. I mean, and it – and he didn't stumble either. Like, that felt like it was easy for him to say that. Now, that doesn't – it makes me think a couple things. You know, again, I'm sticking with I feel like there's more to this story. And I think Jalen Johnson kind of took it in that general direction there. But it also just makes you wonder how respected of a coach he was even before whatever happened happened. Just if it's this easy for guys to toe the company line, say what Jalen Johnson said, if it's that easy and that's the way it's felt and there's no like real like strong bonds on this team, it sounds like he was not a big voice for this defense anyway. And that is it fair to surmise that Matt Eberflus was essentially running the defense? And I believe that Al Williams is calling the plays, but, you know, it's his area of expertise. That's what 
head coaches do when they come in, whether they're offense or defense, and then they gravitate towards that and have a huge print in what goes on. So, yeah, it did make me wonder about that. So we'll leave the Alan Williams stuff at that, and, and I'll let you know if there's more to the story coming up. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Another big deal yesterday was Justin Fields and him mentioning the coaching staff as part of why maybe he's been a little bit too robotic and that he's in his own head and he, he doesn't feel like he's playing freely. He did mention coaching as part of that. He said maybe coaching, and they did add a whole lot more in that same quote and cited himself, and you know there's a lot to it, but that was mentioned. So that got out there, and Justin Fields had to clarify and all that, and Ryan Poles clarified as well can't be more clear than this no one in our entire building none of our coaches see justin as a finger pointer at all he's always taken ownership of anything that's happened on the field he takes it head on he works he grinds he puts his head down he works with his teammates works with his coaches uh to find solutions um you know a lot of everyone really everyone's trying to figure out like what what's going on in my opinion you got a young quarterback trying to figure it out a guy who hasn't had the cleanest start of his career, who last year, you know, with the roster, had to put his the team on the back, do some unbelievable things athletically. Now he gets talent around him and has to figure out and balance when to do those cool things athletically, when to lean on others, and that is a sometimes a great place to live in. And that takes time. That takes time on task for him to take that next step. And everyone's on board helping him get into that place for him to be successful. Yeah, I I pretty much buy what Ryan Poles is saying right there, that I believe that there actually is a strong relationship with coach and player. I mean, Justin Fields would not have spoken twice yesterday if he didn't have some real affection towards his offensive coordinator, Luke Getze. I mean, that would not have happened. Ryan Poles would not have made a point of that in his preamble to our short Q&A. It was something that he wanted to make clear. And I realize that sometimes that's a product of you don't want to show the organization breaking down. You know, that wouldn't look good on Ryan Poles if all of a sudden coaches and coordinators and quarterbacks weren't getting along. But there seems to be... Like their follow up, I'll I'll give a thumbs up to in terms of the Bears making it clear that coaches and quarterback are okay. That maybe there is some disagreement that the offense is not okay, but that it isn't because of some sort of strained relationship with Justin Fields and Luke Getze. And sometimes, as a reporter, you have to make up your mind whether or not you want to believe what you're being told. This is one of those times where I believe what we are being told. And we'll, we'll finish it out, too, before I get you a couple other notes outside of all of this. Um, Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, he took a stab at answering the question of, you know, why has Justin Fields, why has he been so angsty in terms of, 
the his comfort and all the things he was saying about being statuesque and a robotic and all that he was saying yesterday. Here's Luke Getzey on the whys there. You know, Flus talks about the four to six plays a game that could change the game each week. And I think there's that, you know, those are those moments where when he feels like when we reflect on it, you know, the next day as we're reviewing the film, that he feels like, you know, I could be that difference. And I think that's what he's reflecting on in those moments when he's talking like that. And I think that's our job to, to give him those opportunities to do it well and make him feel like he's comfortable in doing that. And I think he's starting to get more comfortable with the guys he's playing with, right? New group of guys. And he's starting to do a much better job with that as well. How do you balance giving him enough information, too much information, not enough? Like when he's talking about almost feeling like it's information overload in games and he has to kind of process some of that out, how do you as a coach know when to dial back versus when to like he needs to know this to complete this play? No, I, I think more of what he's reflecting on is just the process of the game. So when you play a guy like uh, Coach Bowles, who, who's going to present a lot of different things, uh, there's a lot of different procedurals that you have to handle before, you know, pre-snap before you get to go play the play. And that's where he's done a fabulous job. Like from, from this point, from last year to now, like he handles that pre-snap stuff so well. And then you take it from that point on and go play the play. I think that's that that's comes from playing. It comes from the experience. I think uh, um, it's, it's the job of the coach to give them the, the information, let them uh, absorb it, and then go out and practice it and try it and do it and each week. And I think each week he handles it much better each and every week from this, since the time that we've got here. That's the way it works. And by the way, just one other little nugget to, to close out the portion, um, the recap portion from yesterday, the, the part two, if you will, on the practice field today, Luke Getzey and Justin Fields made a point of hugging for the cameras, like, you know, shamelessly, and they, they were having fun with it. So that was good. A few other things. I saw Tevin Jenkins in the locker room, and uh, he's out of that walking boot. Looks good. Looks ready, man. Um, he's still a couple weeks away, though, probably, at least. But it was good to see that. Last time I saw Tevin Jenkins, he, he, he could not have been limping worse. Um, Eddie Jackson, Nate Davis, Mercedes Lewis, all missed practice today while Darnell Mooney was limited. Uh, Lucas Patrick returned in full. And then back to examples of there not being much sympathy or empathy going towards Allen Williams. One more thing, Dave Borgonzi, the Bears linebackers coach, uh, was asked, um, have there been well wishes to Alan Williams, or do you have a message for Alan Williams? And Borgonzi said, quote, like I said, really, the focus is on the Chiefs, close quote. So that's perfect um, for the way this has been responded to by the the organization, seemingly. So um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it. Hope you have a great day. And I'll be talking to you tomorrow. For Ray Diaz, I'm Mark Rohde.